Welcome to the Wedding Guest Extraordinaire podcast with me, Sarah Southern. Join me each week as I talk everything weddings, taking you from engagement to honeymoon, making sure that you really do enjoy planning your big day. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Wedding Guest Extraordinaire podcast with me, Sarah Southern. This week I'm joined by the comedian Harriet Kemsley, who I'm delighted to say will be on the lineup for my Royal Wedding comedy show taking place at the Bill Murray on the 12th of May. I know I've mentioned it on most episodes over the past few weeks. Uh, tickets are still available from angel.co.uk. Uh, if you have not been to the Bill Murray before, it's a great comedy venue in Angel. Uh, but I'm really pleased that uh, I've managed to get Harriet to be on the lineup as she actually married her husband, Bobby Mayer, who was also a comedian, last summer. And in the process of planning their wedding, they actually made it into a TV show for Viceland. You may have seen it, Bobby and Harriet Get Married. Uh, it was broadcast last August. So I wanted to get her on to kind of have a chat with her about what it's like planning a wedding, but also producing a TV show, writing a TV show, performing in a TV show and also, you know, doing everything else that being a comic is, like writing your show for Edinburgh. So I thought it would be a really different experience. Um, so, you know, along with planning, buying her dress and choosing her bridesmaids' outfits, uh, she kind of also had to have lots of production meetings. So let's dive straight in. Um, it's a really lovely chat that I really, really did enjoy. I hope you do too. Hi Harriet, thanks for coming and joining me on the podcast. Hi, thanks for having me. My absolute pleasure. Now, I'm quite excited to have you on as it's rare that you have someone on your podcast who's had their wedding on the television. <laughs> I suppose that is quite rare, yeah. So yeah. can I just ask you some questions about you and Bobby, because obviously you're married to the comedian Bobby Mayer. Yes. Uh, how did you meet? Um, so we met at a party, uh, we'd actually met twice before, but Bobby didn't remember, uh, because I'm a really memorable person. Um, and then we were at this comedian's party and, um, I, uh, I just saw him, I kind of turned the corner and I saw him across the room and he kind of, he put his head to one side and I just looked at him and I was like, oh no, here's trouble, you know, and then we kind of, we dated on and off for a while and then we dated other people and then, um, it was kind of unavoidable. So it was a bit of a love at first sight, maybe. I think it was. I think I've I've had it with had it with my first boyfriend, and I had it with Bobby. That feeling of kind of seeing someone and just like I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it. And it's probably not real. It's probably completely based on hindsight. But just that feeling of like, oh no, <laughs> this person is is trouble. Yeah, I think it's feeling. a real thing. Yeah. My parents fell in love at first sight. Is that yes? Yeah. And they, they stand there like they're still we married. just saw each other and yeah. we loved each other. They just they knew. It's, it's a very odd story in that they were, because uh, I grew up in the countryside, so they're at a young farmer's rally <laughs> and my dad was like coaching the tug of war team or something and my mum shouted at something at him and he thought, oh, she's nice. And then they saw each other again at a dinner dance and they, oh. and they caught a kiss behind the door at the end of the night because he was dating someone else. And then they went on a secret first date. Oh, that makes it more exciting, doesn't and it? And then he called off the engagement with this other woman. Oh, he was engaged? Yeah. Oh, fuck. I know. <laughs> Am I allowed to swear? Uh, yeah. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> Too late now. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and then they, they got married. 46 wow. years on. So, you know, sometimes you just know. I think, so. I think with Bobby, it was just I saw him and I was like, you know, when you just have that comfort with someone. And it's so rare. There's so many people I meet that I just, you don't connect with, really. And with him, it was just like... We just kind of got each other. 
That's a really nice feeling, though. Yeah. So how long were you going out before you got engaged? Um, so it was on and off for a while, and then we were, and then we dated for, I guess maybe four years, and there'd been, I kicked him out at one point, <laughs> he had to leave and he had to get sober. Um, <laughs> so there was a few months when we lived apart um, in the middle there, but um, once he did that, it kind of, um, I don't know, it kind of moved quite quickly I guess we we would be living together with loads of comics in this crazy house and then um, we moved in just the two of us and then that Christmas he proposed Was it quite a romantic proposal? <laughs> I ruined it I completely ruined it because I so he'd he'd bought this ring a few days before in um, in London and um, I'd gone home for Christmas and the night before Christmas Eve I got absolutely shit faced and I spent all of Christmas Eve vomiting <laughs> and um, then he um, he came down from London had dinner and he was being like quite weird at dinner and I kept on leaving the table because I was still vomiting like at dinner and so I kept leaving the table to vomit and apparently while um, he was at the table with my family he just kind of produced this ring and there was just that silence at the table and everyone was like what's that Bobby <laughs> and he was like oh, I'm going to propose and I was just being a nightmare and I came back to the table and I was like being rude to Bobby and I was just because I was feeling bad my mum kept going hurry up be nice to Bobby <laughs> be nice to Bobby like thinking he's not going to go through with it because she's being horrible and um, later that night we went home and he kept trying to make me go for a walk and I kept going I don't want to go for a walk Bobby it's cold and I'm really sick and I was wearing um, this t-shirt which has a heart on it and inside it says no thanks and um, I, I just looked like an absolute mess, and I all my nail varnish was like peeling off, and it was horrible. And I made him sit down and watch a very Murray Christmas, which is <laughs> horrific, and I absolutely like one of the cruelest things you could do to someone. And um, eventually, he kind of like around midnight, he just kind of pushed me into the kitchen, and um, he just shoved me down on a chair, and he got down on one knee and proposed. <laughs> were you expecting it, or were you were you totally shocked? We'd talked about it in kind of that September of that year because we'd been through a lot that year. Like that was when I kind of took them out. We'd been through kind of it, it'd been really hard, and then it got really good, and we dealt with a lot of stuff that I think if if we hadn't dealt with that, we wouldn't be together today. Um, and so after that, it felt like we could kind of get through anything. I think, and um, so we talked about it in September, and then he didn't mention it again. And I'd kind of pointed out the ring that I liked. Um, because he didn't have a very good history with gifts. He once got me this um, this necklace with um, two leaping dolphins on it. Like, this, this huge two leaping dolphins. What is it about dolphin jewellery? I don't jewelry? know. And it was on the thickest chain. You know, like those really thick chains that you kind of like pull your neck down. Yeah. And so you can't kind of hold your head up. Um, and he was like, he was so proud, blessing me. He was like, I picked out the chain and the dolphins. And you're like... You don't know me at all. You know, a friend of mine who I'm bridesmaid for in June, she used to date this awful boy at high school and he would always buy her dolphin <laughs> And she's just got this, like, unbelievable collection, like a bracelet, a necklace, earrings. Oh, matching. Rings. Yeah, like, it's insane. Set. Yeah. Like, what was he thinking? I mean, fair enough, he was young at the time, but still, it's gross. <laughs> I know, but it was so sweet. He just thought... She likes dolphins. And I do, it's true. I just, you know. But not just, in jewellery form. Yeah, not in jewellery dolphins, but he was so proud. Stuffed toy would be nice. Yeah, but. exactly. Yeah, so I sat him down and I was like, oh, come on, this specific ring. Um, but then he, we didn't mention anything for ages. Well, that's nice. So discussions had been had, you knew it was going to happen. And yeah. then actually it sounds as though he made quite a romantic effort. It's just yeah. you were thwarting. I thwarted it at every turn, yeah. So when did you get engaged? 
as it was Christmas Eve, oh God, two years ago. Okay, so then you had an engagement for what, 18 months? Yeah, around that, yeah. So how did you start planning the wedding? Like what, did you know immediately as to where you wanted to get married? I think I always wanted it to be, um, my um, parents are farmers as well. Um, and so um, I always quite like the idea of it kind of being in a field and it kind of being like a party in a field. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, more relaxed. Like we're not very formal. Like I don't know if Bobby would be allowed in a church or in a <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like a fancy hotel. Um, so I just quite like the idea that it was kind of a party. And um, we, um, yeah, so we kind of decided on that quite quickly. And then my mum was really, um, really on it. Me and Bobby are really unorganised. And also, I don't think Bobby's ever been to a wedding. Like, he <laughs> says he has, but I don't think he has. Because he just didn't know anything about, like, every time I'd mention something about a wedding, he'd just look so, like, horrified. Um, but, yeah, he kind of started quite quickly planning because of my mum. <laughs> so you kind of get all the cogs in motion as to where it's going to be and what you're going to do. At what stage did you think... I know what we should do. We should film this process (laughs) and have it broadcast on Vice. Well, we we have a very good friend, um, Stu Richards, and uh, we were doing a podcast with, um, do you know Tim Renko? He's a very funny comedian. And um, the three of us did this podcast where um, it was called Fight, 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 and we'd all just argue about things that were happening. And during, while we were doing that podcast, um, me and Bobby got engaged, and Stu kind of had the idea that we could make a show out of it. So we filmed this, like kind of little teaser taster um and um then we we pitched at device and it was like it was only a few months before the wedding that they said yes and so we just had the it was the best and worst times of my life I think because when we weren't planning a wedding we were filming we were writing like it was just insane um but it was also amazing because it's a funny show. I really enjoyed watching Thank it. Thank you. And there's just so many bits in it that are kind of so relatable. Like, there's a bit where you and Bobby are in a cake shop, <laughs> and this really lovely lady is kind of sharing all these cakes. And he's like, but it's just too expensive. And then it pops to the co-op or somewhere. Yeah. And he's like, look, this, this will be fine. And it kind of, like, fits in with that having never been to a wedding. Because there's all these things that you have to, well, have to do. Yeah. Not necessarily, but you feel obliged to do for weddings. Like feed people, give them yeah. cake that's really expensive. And it's all priced up because it's a yeah. wedding. Apparently it's so much more expensive. That's weird, isn't it? Yeah. So w- when you were kind of putting the script together for the, the show, were there things like, we've got to focus on these like kind of key, like traditional wedding things and try and take the piss out of them a bit? Yeah, it was like that. And it was like things that we'd argued over in the previous few months. We'd be like, remember that argument? We did that. He's like, yeah, that'd be really funny. And then we'd kind of recreate the arguments that we had um, <laughs> on camera. But then on your actual wedding day, because I'm assuming you didn't recreate the wedding <laughs> twice. <laughs> no, we didn't, no. Was that not really stressful, having like people filming, or did it just feel part... You were so immersed in it at that point, it felt part... We were so immersed in it, and also um, Stu and everyone at Rockadale, we it was really good. We really kind of planned it so that we'd already got everything we needed for that episode. We'd, we'd planned it so there was a story and stuff, and then it, the rest, it literally was only going to be kind of five minutes of it that could be filmed, and then we could go off and do... Uh, like half an hour filming on the day but everything else had been kind of it looks like it's happening on the day but we'd, mm. we'd kind of already shot it um so that was um 
that was really good. Yeah. And we also, we went to a registry office, just the two of us, um, the week before, and we didn't even invite any family. We just got people off the street and, um, that was really nice. Cause that was just kind of, cause it was so kind of public everything. This was a, a thing that was just the two of us. I think that's really nice. Really, yeah. really nice. Cause a lot of people do that now because they don't want to have a church wedding. You can't legally get married yeah. outside in this country. Yeah. Therefore you've kind of, kind of got to amalgamate all of these different bits. I think having that kind of like secret bit that's just a couple yeah. is really, really So good. our wedding day will still be that day that we had like with our friends and yeah. family, but it was just nice to have that little separate bit where it's like, this is what it's really about. Like it is just about the two of us. And how did your mum and dad feel about the whole thing being filmed? Because obviously it was at their house. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know. They're kind of very yeah, involved in I it. I know, and they were very in it. Um, they were great about it, actually. They, um, My mum's um, been pitching ideas for <laughs> season two. <laughs> she's really she's really changed her tune, yeah. Amazing. Um, but yeah, I think it was just, it was exciting and fun. And because we, it wasn't like a normal reality show where you kind of have to give up your life. We were writing it and mm-hmm. planning it and acting in it it wasn't um something we had no control over um so yeah and no one was going to be painted in a bad light we were the kind of fools on it yeah <laughs> absolutely <laughs> uh, so a, a kind of aside from the uh from the show you obviously had to still plan your wedding yeah. and make the magic happen how did you go about choosing your dress um so the dress i i went with my mum and she actually found the place in um in um london it's called the lover's bride and um i knew i didn't want anything traditional because obviously we're not very traditional um and so um yeah i just i'd i kind of it was different to how i imagined it but um when i put it on i just felt really um strong like it's really weird i felt like kind of like cleopatra kind of and i never thought that that's how i'd feel i thought in my wedding dress i'd feel like girly and like pretty but i felt like really strong and that was actually um a much better kind of feeling to have from it yeah that's the emotion you should be having because it's like going to be one of the most strongest emotional days you're ever going to have so kind of having that like strength from a piece of clothing is really empowering really isn't it yeah and then did you have bridesmaids yeah I had um, my two best friends from school and my sister oh um, that's nice yeah and how did you go about choosing their dresses I what I did was because I I hate the idea of everyone having to wear a matching dress because we're not children (laughs) and um, I hate the idea of having to like pick what they wear so um, it was just on ASOS so they had loads of different um, uh, styles of dresses and I just I just sent them loads of different options and then they kind of picked the ones that suited them. So they were all different colours and they were all different styles, but they were all kind of in the same kind of, by the same make and in the same kind of pastel-y kind of tone, I guess. So they kind of fitted together, but also it's what suited them because they're all really different women, you know, like... It is really difficult. And I think the older we get, it's more and more difficult to dress a bridesmaid. Because like, if you get married when you're 22, your friends are going to be similar shapes yeah 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 they haven't had kids or they haven't eaten too much whatever it might be whereas obviously the older you get everybody kind of yeah but also you know your style when you're older so you don't want someone dictating what you're going to wear and be like no you wear this you're like i've been dressing myself for 30 (laughs) years you don't just get to decide it is a tricky one as um claire and i are picking bridesmaids dresses at the moment for me and her three sisters and obviously you want to kind of conform to what she wants as a day. But as you say, you know, when you're an adult, it does become a little bit more tricky. And obviously as a single bridesmaid, I want to make sure that I look hot. Yeah, you need to look your best. Yeah. Exactly. I think that's important. I wanted them to wear things where they felt great in them. 
and that's kind of all that I cared about. Like, I don't want them to specifically look a certain way. Um, I've just thought of something. Actually. The only thing that I kind of regret about the wedding is I didn't get a photo of me and my three bridesmaids oh, together. Did you not? No, because we didn't want um, like staged photos. Yeah. I think because everything was being filmed and all this stuff, we just didn't want to have to do extra things or we had to stand and and so but there that meant that I don't know why I just never we kept going off to try and do it and get one and it just never happened um so that's something that I think is important yeah uh, we've not done a photography uh, episode on the podcast yet but we are going to uh because I think photography is really really interesting because I don't like those traditional photographs yes from weddings but at the same time if you don't have a photograph of you with your mum and dad or you with your granny or whoever you're going to regret it and the photographer will take really good pictures and they know what they're doing they've staged them loads of times when I was bridesmaid for my friend Laura we sat down and wrote a list of all the photos that we want and then on the day I just kind of walked around and I was like you and you you need to come over here now and kind of did it in a slightly more subtle way because there's nothing worse than when you go to a wedding and people are like everyone who's friends with them because of this (laughs) and then eventually you're like I'm not in any of these group shots why have you invited me to your stupid wedding or when you all have to stand in a group and then you're like it's really cold and I'm stuck out here and you're like everybody can you everyone please smile at the same time why is nobody working this way I know you're like I'm not an animal can we just have lunch yeah please i just want to have a nice time so you dressed your bridesmaids nicely were they kind to you with your hendu <laughs> yeah they were great we had um so we had like a, a mini hendu where i just like my um best friends and my sister and my um brother's girlfriend and <laughs> so my mum as well i was like mum you can bring a friend and she invited four friends so she had <laughs> uh, as many people as i did and um, we went skiing for um oh, uh, weekend. yeah so um that was amazing um and that was kind of like a dream to go with like all my, like, my best friends God, i've never thought family. about skiing for a hindu yeah That's it was, really so, good it was idea. so fun it was like my best friend they didn't really ski and so they had to like yeah but like because the nightlife is so good and like the weather was amazing and um it was so fun um but it was more expensive and then um my um maid of honor organized like a night out in london and it was amazing we went to like a a ball pool pit (gasps) (laughs) so you have drinks and then we did that and then um, went out um dancing afterwards it was great because i'm in the depths of planning a hen do at the minute uh, and it's it's like a full time job, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she did so good. It's yeah, it's 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 so much pressure and it's so expensive. It is a lot of money, and also just kind of balancing what because I think there's twenty people coming on Claire's, balancing what twenty people want. Yeah, and obviously it doesn't really matter what they want because they're doing what we're all doing. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's fairly moot. But you've got to try and fit what is acceptable for 20 people and you know you don't want to do things that people are going to be like why would I want to do that for the weekend <laughs> like, yeah. why would I want to give you money and do things that I don't enjoy yeah so I've got that to look forward to in about three and a half weeks time I'll be pleased when like I'm really looking forward to it but I'll be pleased when it's done just so I don't have to send people any more passive aggressive emails you know <laughs> asking them for oh, money oh you're that person oh, yeah <laughs> like unbelievably so you know there'll be a group whatsapp set up very soon with like even more precise details <laughs> I'm quite a pedant when it comes no, to No, you need things. someone like that. I am never that person. Never someone has to be the fun thing, yeah. And it's my turn. It's my turn. So when you were uh, recording your show, I did see that you had a little bit of excitement when you went on your honeymoon. <laughs> so can you tell me a little bit about your honeymoon, please? 
Oh god, it was um so we we have a honeymoon that is seen on the show, um, which was inspired by our actual honeymoon because um we uh the day after our wedding we went to um Heathrow and um I am allergic, I'm a very allergic person, I'm allergic to raw fruit, raw vegetables and nuts and I'm also vegetarian so it means eating can be a bit complicated and I was just really tired and I wasn't paying attention and they didn't have what I usually have at this restaurant at at Heathrow and um, so I just um, ordered something and I wasn't paying attention and um, I started to go into anaphylactic shock (laughs) and because I didn't want to be going into anaphylactic shock, I decided the best thing to do would be to pretend that I wasn't. <laughs> so Bobby was getting more and more angry as he started to ask me questions, and I was just going, oh, I'm fine, I'm fine. And like my, my mouth was starting to swell up and stuff, and then he was like, Harriet, I'm like, you have to tell me what's happening. And then they, because it was so embarrassing, in the middle of this crowded restaurant, and everyone started looking, and I was crying, and then they had to call um, they had to call an ambulance, <gasps> and then I just didn't, and Bobby had my EpiPen, he was going to stab me, but I didn't want it to happen in the middle of the restaurant. So then I started to run out of the restaurant, and then he was chasing me with this EpiPen um, out of the restaurant, and um, then he stabbed me, and then we had to go to um, A&E, and so we missed the flight um, for our honeymoon. All our luggage was um, on the flight, <laughs> and um, it was hot. It was horrible, because this was kind of like the thing that was just going to be like the two of us after working so hard and doing the wedding and we didn't know if we were going to be able to go because the flights were like to buy new flights were so expensive and they were saying they this airline that we're flying with were being bastards and they were saying they weren't gonna give us new flights um bobby's luggage got lost um but eventually we um we met them back to heathrow the next day um in the and they were they were great because I think they saw me and they were like, okay, she's being honest. And they um, rebooked us on a flight that was like 24 hours after the one we were meant to get. Um, but then we got out there and Bobby didn't have any of his luggage. She was just wearing like I Heart Santorini t-shirts oh, for five days. Oh my yeah. God, what a dramatic end. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Just such a like exciting and amazing time. Because exciting for you as a couple. Yeah. But also exciting career-wise because... Getting a show on Vice is brilliant. Yeah. And for it to be about something so personal is really exciting as well. So obviously both you and Bobby are comics. Uh, how does that work within your marriage if you kind of basically being within the same industry? I think it works really well. I can't imagine being with someone that has a normal life, yeah. I think. Um, because we... And it's taken a while, but um, we now work really well together. It's kind of a team kind of thing like Bobby used to do this show that I'd help write on every week and then that kind of created this thing where we write together um and then doing this we had to work it was me and Bobby and Stu that um co-created it and we had to work really closely kind of writing together pitching ideas and just um I think it's it's great it's so convenient you don't have to go anywhere (laughs) and um um, it's good and I think yeah we're d- different stages with stand-up as well. He's been going twice as long as me, so I've never felt jealous of anything. I just kind of... I think he's really talented, and I want him to do really well. Um, and he's really supportive of me, which is nice. I think that... it's I don't know. This is like a stereotype, but I think it can be true sometimes where men can be threatened, maybe, by... But he's really, like, pushes me and wants me to do well, and um, that's really nice. When I came to see your show in Edinburgh last year... Uh, I think your show was on about nine o'clock or whatever, and Bobby's show had been on in the afternoon. And when I walked out of your show to leave the venue, he was sat on a sofa just outside 
of the room that you're performing in and I just thought oh that's so sweet like he's come to kind of like pick his wife up from work <laughs> yeah. and I was just like oh bless like, yeah. it really like warmed my heart because it is nice when people do work in the same industry and they like help each other because there's so many stories within comedy of people dating and then yeah hating on each other so yeah, it's nice yeah, to yeah, see yeah. Comedy's hard story. enough, you know, like, um, yeah, and then we get booked together sometimes, so then you can go off and go away, and then you kind of spend a couple of hours working, but the rest of the time you can kind of be together, so it's nice. Well, a bit like when you got booked together for Roast Battle on Comedy yeah. Central, <laughs> yeah. which was really, really fun to watch. Now, did you, when you were doing that, because obviously it can be quite brutal doing a roast against someone, let alone someone who is your spouse, did you like draw any lines where you're like, let's not, let's not do this because otherwise it might be a bit awful over dinner later. I think it was harder for Bobby because um, his family's in another country, so um, it was easier for me what I could say. But my mum, um, I told my mum not to watch it, and then she, um, she obviously watched it and she sat down with me afterwards and she was like. I don't think it's very nice how you spoke to Bobby <laughs> on Rose Battle. I was like, man, that's the, the point of it. Like, it's not compliment battle. Like, we're not just trying to be really nice to each other. And she was like, well, I just thought it, was, it wasn't very nice. I was like, what about what he said to me? Like, but, um, but yeah, I think that, I think, I love doing Rose Battle, actually. It was one of the things I was most nervous about. But um, I think when they really worked were when people had a bit of love behind it. Like, did you see um, Ed Gambles and Phil Wangs? Mm -hmm. It's amazing because they're clearly like such good friends and they're both laughing at it. And it's kind of freeing as well afterwards. You're like, everybody knows all my worst secrets. (laughs) So definitely nothing to hide. That's what's really interesting about you and Bobby in that you put yourselves and your relationship absolutely out there like you can't be more honest (laughs) than kind of sharing your love journey with someone and like how you're planning your kind of most intimate day so I think it's a really good thing I think it makes you a better performer and a better comic if you're honest about who you are yeah I think so I think that um it's really it's it's I think comedy has been amazing for me because I was always so shy when I was younger and kind of always trying to pretend to be something and the more honest you are the more kind of you can connect with people um, and the more kind of you show your faults and things, people are going, I have that too. Whereas if you're just pretending you're perfect all the time, like you never really get anywhere. Yeah, I totally agree. Well, that's brilliant. I've really enjoyed hearing about your wedding. So thank, thank you very you much. Having me. My absolute pleasure. Take care. Bye. So there we have it. I do hope you enjoyed that as I really, really did enjoy my chat with Harriet. I felt as though it was such a different experience to anybody else in terms of not only planning your wedding, but also producing a TV show. Like, what a brilliant experience. I love how she talked about when she put her wedding dress on, she felt really strong. I think that's a really lovely emotion that women probably should feel when they put their wedding dress on. It is going to be an emotional day, so the more strength you have, the better. Uh, interesting that she kind of just got her bridesmaids to select what they wanted to wear. I thought that was very, very interesting to hear. I love the fact that she went skiing for her Hindu. That really makes me want to organise another Hindus just so that we can go skiing somewhere with, with some of my friends. Uh, if you haven't watched the roast battle that Bobby and Harriet do on Comedy Central, check it out. I'm pretty sure that it's still available um, on demand. It's really, really funny. And they are quite cruel to each other, which is funny uh, in a loving way. So, yeah, do do check that out. Um, but, yeah, as I say, Harriet will be performing at the Royal Wedding Comedy Show that I'm doing on Saturday the 12th of May, 4pm till 6. Tickets are £5. You can buy them from angelcomedy.co.uk. It's going to be a cracking lineup. It's all going to be about marriage and love and the royals. 
it's going to be gorgeous. So do come along. Uh, if you want to follow us, do have a look on Instagram, Twitter at Wedding Guest Pod. If you want to send an email about anything we should be covering on the podcast, email me at sarah at weddingguestextraordinaire.com. Um, and yeah, do subscribe, do rate and review. I've heard it helps other people find it. I don't know whether that's true or not, uh, but that's what I've been told. But anyway, do take care. I'm Sarah Southern, your wedding guest extraordinaire.